0: Welcome to Starkville Church of God. This is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you, strengthens you, and fills you with God's love so you can share with others. Enjoy the message. I want to talk to you. Fear of man destroyed by a trust in God. Again, as, as we go through this, uh, it is a Wednesday, and I know people have to go to work and people go to school. So, uh, you know, we want, we want you to get it. It's a, the goal is an hour, hour and 15 minutes, maybe, but just like normally on Wednesday night. So I'm not going to preach. A, this is not camp meeting. I'm not preaching an hour and a half tonight, so don't panic on me. I want to look at this tonight. In this verse, we have really a double proverb in one verse. Each half is true. By itself, You can take each half, you can take the fear of man bringeth the snare, and then you can take, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe, and each half is true by itself. And then when we put it together, the whole is a very powerful message and very full of teaching. We find that he who fears man is in great danger from that very fact, and he who trusts in the Lord is in no danger of any kind. You see, we know that fear is the opposite of faith, and faith is trust. Amen. I know that it's all right. Y'all's a little better there. It's Wednesday night. Y'all can shout a little bit. Think about it like a revival service. Fear is the opposite of faith. And so to have, if we fear man, we're in danger. But when we trust the Lord, we are out of danger. Really, the fear of the Lord is, is the antidote against the fear of man. And if you're taking notes tonight, the first thing that we look at is that this is a very common problem, the fear of man, it bringeth a snare. Now I know what some might say, you know what, I'm not afraid of man, because when you say that, the fear of man, you think, well, I'm not really afraid that a man's going to hit me or a man's going to beat me up or a man's going to shoot me. But when we talk about the fear of man, it can really go into a couple different avenues and I want to bring that to your attention tonight. The first thing we find under this being a common problem. Sometimes it leads people into great sins, trapping them like an animal in a cage. How many here? How many of you have ever trapped an animal before? Any any hunters here? And you've ever trapped? We got one, a few around here. So a snare is a trap. A snare is a trap where someone traps animals. You know, sometimes you hunt. You may hunt with a gun. You may hunt with a bow. But then sometimes. Hunters will hunt with a snare, with a trap. They'll trap the animal in a cage. And sometimes the fear, of, the fear of man will trap you like an animal in a cage. I look at Aaron. I look at the time that, era, that Moses had gone up on the mountain to receive the Ten Commandments. And Moses had gone, he'd been gone for a while, and all the people started to get restless. You know, those people were used to all the foreign gods in Egypt. They were used to worshiping all these different gods that the Egyptians had, all the idolatry that was around them. And so the pressure began to come, and Aaron yielded to the popular demands, and they said, Make us a golden calf. And what did Aaron do? He let the fear of man trap him. He let the fear of what people said. They said, oh, your brother's dead. He's never coming down from that mountain. Don't you worry about him. And he let that that popular demand and the fear of man push him into that. We find that Saul cared more about being honored among the people than pleasing the Lord. And it cost him the throne The Lord had told him to destroy everything, but he decided, you know what? I'm going to keep a few of these animals. There's some good-looking cattle. There's some good-looking sheep. I'm going to keep some of these because I know the people would be happy if I was able to give them away. But because he wanted to please people and he feared people more than God, it cost him the throne. We find the man Pilate. He feared not pleasing Caesar more than his own conscience and had Jesus crucified. Read the story a couple, It's been well, it's been a while now. One of my members gave me a book uh, on Pontius Pilate. And, and one, one Easter around that season, I really read that book and focused on him. And it's amazing when you read about Pilate. If you'll remember Pilate, not only did Pilate, Pilate's wife had a dream. Pilate's wife came to him and said, hey, this is a good man. This is a good, I don't, I don't, I got a bad feeling about this, honey. This is a good man. That this Jesus is a good man. I don't feel good about what the people are wanting to do to this man, Jesus. And we have to know that Jesus also had a feeling that, or excuse me, that Pilate also had that feeling. That's why he kept on. He kept on trying to appease him, didn't he? He kept, he's like, well, you know what, let's, what about I give you? I release a prisoner. And what do they say? We'd rather have Barabbas than Jesus. And then he said, well, you know what? I'll tell you what let me just take him out we're going to give him a good beating and that ought to make everybody happy so they take him and he's beaten with a cat of nine tails and he brings him back and still the people did what they said crucify him crucify him and we know what the what the jews what the leaders of the jews said they began they finally pulled out the ultimate weapon and they said hey you're not really a friend of caesar are you you're not you know you don't really want to please caesar caesar's our king this guy says he's the king of the jews but caesar's the only king that we have and so Pilate then decided what he decided to violate his own conscience and have Jesus crucified. Peter, because of the fear of man, denied his master. As he stood there, he had already twice denied Jesus, just like Jesus had said he would. And Peter is there around a campfire, and a young lady is there and she says you know what i am absolutely sure i'm sure that you have been with that man jesus and for the fear of a slave girl peter denied knowing jesus the fear of man brings a trap it can keep many from salvation their friends they think might ridicule them you know, I, I'm not an expert, but I've, been, I've, I've worked with people enough, and I've watched people enough, you know, when I stand in front of congregations and I preach sometimes. You know, believe it or not, I don't always. I'm not an expert at it. But there's times where I can look and I can see the expression on people's faces. Sometimes the expression on their faces is <laughs> And then sometimes the expression on people's faces is I can see the Lord working on them. I can see the Lord doing something in them. And there have been times where I have given altar calls in that moment, and just really expected, and even watched them, and watched them struggle and battle with it. And I don't know. I don't know. But I have to believe that some reasons why sometimes people don't respond is the fear, the fear that their friends might ridicule them. The fear of somebody might think, what is all these people going to think about me if I raise my hand? What are these people going to think about me if I step out and go to that front? You know, if, if visiting, I don't really know all these people. You know what? We get so afraid of people that don't even really matter sometimes. We let the fear of people that we may never see them again, we may never run into them again, we let the fear of man put us into a snare. Sometimes they fear they might be persecuted and they don't want to get saved. So they choose instead to resist the drawing of the Spirit because of the fear of man. All right, I know this might get you a little uncomfortable on a Wednesday night because, hey, first Wednesday crowd, this, this might hit home for some of us. It prevents many from being vocal about their faith because of the fear of man. They have a silent faith, some might say. Can I just stand up here on this Wednesday night and tell you that I've come to the place where we've done live through this. I've watched this thing play out. And I've watched in the church as, as we've taught and we've preached and different ones have said, well, you know what? You know, we, just, we shouldn't get so bold about our faith. We don't want to push people away. We, we don't want to get too pushy with people and we've kind of just quieted down the message meanwhile meanwhile the homosexual group has pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it pushed it into our kids programming pushed it in i remember when you you could watch a disney movie or some of that you didn't have to worry about any of it you know i I don't know how many of you on social media if you ever anybody follow babylon b it's christian satire if you follow babylon b it's christian satire and uh... One of, the, one of the, their little posts the other day was Disney execs are amazed that the Super Mario Brothers movie has made know, a million or so or billion, I can't remember, uh, dollars so far with no trans goombas. Now, if you know anything about more of the little goombas, the little brown things, and, and we went and watched it at the $5 last night. There was no and everybody's like, well, how'd you like it? I was like, it was good. There was, there was no gay relationships. There was no trans junk. There was none of that junk trying to be shoved down our throat what's happened to us what's happened to us we become afraid of man well what will people say we don't want to be viewed too pushy meanwhile everybody else is pushing their own agenda and shoving their own agenda meanwhile the church sits back and we think that we've got to be quiet listen the fear of man is a snare when we get so intimidated and afraid of our faith it becomes a problem you see, it needs to come out. The book of Romans chapter 10, verse 10 says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, I know what some people say. They say, well, you know, I preacher, you're, you're, you're a very vocal person. You're, I'm not a preacher. I don't, I don't get up. I realize that. But listen, at some point or another, if you are saved, there needs to be some saved kind of stuff coming out of your mouth. If you're saved, if you're a child of God, if you fear God, there needs to be some saved stuff coming out of your mouth. What else does the fear of man do? I believe it lowers the dignity of good men. We look in the Bible, in the book of 1 Samuel, at David. And I think you all know by now I really enjoy the life of David. And we find David at one point in his life when he was running from Saul, he finds himself with the Philistines. He finds himself with the king of Gath, Achish. And David had come before him, and Achish's servants began to say, Hey, isn't this David? Isn't this the David that they sing about over in Israel that said Saul has killed his thousands and David has killed his ten thousands? You know what the Bible said? And David became afraid. The same David that killed Goliath the giant. Now he becomes afraid because the servants talk about a song. And David does what? He acts like a madman. The Bible said he began to make marks on the gates of the city said that he began to let saliva, he began to drool. It said, let saliva come down out of his mouth and down his beard until the king was like, do I not have enough mad men in my own kingdom that y'all are going to bring me? Get him out of my sight. A man that had killed a giant, a man that was a mighty warrior, let the fear of man make him look foolish. Even Abraham looked bad. In Egypt when he denied that Sarah was his wife so I say all this to say listen I don't want us to think everybody even the greatest even the biggest one I mean even the guy that took down the giant even in his life let the fear of man put him in a snare you know I believe even sometimes the fear of man can hinder us in duties that require courage have you ever been afraid have you ever felt like, you know, you don't, don't lift your hand. I don't want you to lift your hand. I, but I'm just going to ask you this just to yourself now. Have you ever felt like in the Kroger, in the Walmart, somewhere out like that, have you ever felt you in conversation with somebody and you just really felt like you needed to stop and pray for somebody, but then you got to thinking, ooh, I don't know if anybody's going to see me around here. I, 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 I've, I've done it before. I'm going I'm to admit it. I've done it before. Just kind of, hey, I don't know if this is a great place right here. I don't know about the frozen pizza if this is where I really need to be getting down and praying. I don't know. And I've done that kind of thing, and I've left, and i felt convicted about it. Fear of man is a snare. We can let the fear of what other people think become a snare to us. Jonah would not go to Nineveh because people might think he was a false prophet if they repented. The Galatian preachers, in in the book of Galatians we find, they compromise to false doctrine so that they can be considered wise. It is a common problem, again, when I say fear of man, we just want to put, well, I'm not really afraid of somebody shooting me or killing me or hitting me in the face. No, it's more than that. It's all of these things. And when we let the fear of man come in, it becomes a snare. But here Number two is a very important safeguard. Whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made safe. You see, not a slavish fear of man but a childlike trust in the Lord that he will be the protection of the believer I know I'm 43 I'll be 44 this year but I'm not so old that I don't remember even the times when I was a young boy and I can remember a few times waking up scared and just if I could get in the room with my parents suddenly I'd feel safe now let's just be honest if there was really some big monster, some big madman with a gun. I don't know how safe they could have probably been safer than by myself, but when I was with them, I had that safety. Listen, that's what the Bible is talking about here. When we have the faith of a child, that we know if I can just put myself in the arms of my Savior, I know that everything is going to be okay. Whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made safe. You see, the one that trusts is safe from the fear of man. Because God is with us Therefore we are strong And we don't have to be afraid Psalm 27 and 1 says The Lord is my light and my salvation Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life Of whom shall I be afraid? You see when I know That my trust and my faith is in God I don't have to fear man I don't have to fear anybody When I fear God And I trust in the Lord I know that I'm protected I know that I've been kept safe. You see, we are determined and we will not fear. We pray and we lose our fear. We put our trust and our confidence in Almighty God. If you want to know the way to get fear out of your life, the way to do it is to put your trust in the Lord. And everything I find in the Bible, it's opposite. I've told you this before. When people try the meditation and those kind of things, that Middle Eastern, that, it's emptying, yourself but when it comes to spiritual and christianity what god always tells us is not just to empty ourselves. getting rid of fear is not just getting rid of fear getting rid of fear is i'm going to get rid of fear by putting something different inside of me i'm going to get fear i'm fear is going to be driven out because i'm going to put so much trust in god on the inside of me that there's not any room for fear in me anymore After all, what is there to fear? what can man do to us Jesus himself said don't fear who could take your earthly life fear the one that has control of your soul so what I know it sounds rough but so what they come and they take you and they put a gun to your head so what if you're right with the Lord to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord Stephen stood he had trust in God and Stephen stood up for what was right and it cost him his life they started throwing rocks at him they were stoning him but the whole time they were stoning him the bible said that stephen looked up and he saw jesus standing at the right hand of the father can i just tell you if we put our faith and our trust in the lord we don't have to be afraid of anybody or anything because ultimately it is god who controls our future and the destiny of our souls give him praise if you believe it Romans 8 31 says, what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Can I tell you, if all of your family turns your back on you, if you've got God on your side, you've still got a majority. Every friend you've got could turn their back on you. But if you've got your trust in God, you've still got a majority. Every person on this people planet could turn against you. But if your faith and your trust is in God, you do not have to be a afraid because the king of kings and the lord of lords is the controller of our eternal souls some musicians come and take their places third and finally this is a powerful statement let's take it in the widest sense and not just in relation to the fear of man whoso putteth his trust in the lord shall be safe shall be safe from what If you put your trust in the Lord, you're safe from the conquering power of sin. If you put your trust in the Lord, you're safe from the overcoming force of temptation. If you put your trust in the Lord, you are safe from the deadening effect of sorrow. If you put your trust in the Lord, you are safe from the destroying force of Satan. Greater is He that is in us than he that is in the world. If you put your trust in the Lord, you don't have to fear death, hell and every evil spirit because God has you. If you put your trust in the Lord, you're safe from any and all injury man can inflict. If you put your trust in the Lord, will you fear man or will you trust your God? Break the trap that fear has put, on, put, in, put you in. If you've been afraid of man and you've been afa- afraid of what man can do, you've been put in a trap. But when you put your trust in the Lord, that trap can be broken. Break open that trap tonight enter the palace of safety through the door of trust the Lord is my strong tower the righteous run in and are glad through trust enter in to that safe place in him you see the soul that cannot entirely trust God whether man be pleased or displeased can never long be true to him for while you are eyeing man you are losing God Keep your eyes on God. Put your trust in Him. Don't be afraid of what man can do. Thanks for listening to our podcast. To find out more about us, follow us on social media at StarkvilleCOG. Special thanks to those who generously support this ministry. If you would like to give, visit us at StarkvilleCOG.com forward slash give. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.